0: Hey everyone, Tamara and Kate here. Um, Kate and I recently got together to talk about our next topic. Originally, we were going to continue to speak on the different ways how God can speak to us, but before we do that, we thought we would do a little follow-up with our last episode and talk just a little bit more about healing. You're listening to New Beginnings Healing Ministry Podcast. I'm Kate. And I'm Tamara. And we're your hosts. We've personally seen God at work in our own lives and in those around us. We see the Christian life as a battle, and it's one we're willing to fight. Join us as we talk about faith,
1: family, hope, and healing. We believe that where there's hope, there's healing. And with each and every day comes a new beginning.
0: everyone. If you listened to our last episode, you heard my story about my daughter and how she was healed. Kate is going to share another story about healing.
1: Yes. Okay. And before that, let's just talk a little bit about the Bible when it says, um, and whatever you ask in prayer, you will receive if you have faith. Okay. So anytime we need any kind of miracle or any kind of direction or guidance, we always need to ask in a way that proves that we believe. Okay. Mm -hmm. And we need to ask God. And just be bold, okay? So many people are afraid to ask for prayers because they're, they are afraid of rejection. Mm-hmm. At least that's how I, I oh, feel. Yeah. Because I've, I've gone through it too. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, what do. If I ask for something and I don't get it, then that's kind of embarrassing. You know, embarrassing. can be embarrassing. So everyone, I know how I get My
0: doctor's office. everyone know. knows what yes. you're
1: wanting. Yes. And when that doesn't happen and they say, well, how'd it go? Then you got to tell them. And it, it can be. Yeah. It's embarrassing. Um, But we still need to keep asking and we need to trust and we need to, um, you know, do our best to just keep going and Mm -hmm. keep asking. So this story is actually, it's from a long time ago. I was in grade school. I can't even think of the years on that. It was in the 90s. (laughs) (laughs) That that means anything. But uh, my aunt, she, she heard about this healing conference and it was out of town. And my mom was not able to go. So I really wanted to go. My aunt knew that. And my mom just felt bad sending another kid um, along with, you know, my aunt who was going with her sister and their kids. So there were there was a group. And my mom just said, you know, I I can't send another kid with you guys. I'm sorry she can't go. So then I got a call and It was from my aunt, and she said, she's like, Kate, I know your mom said that you can't go, but let's just pray a little novena to Mm -hmm. St. Therese, Mm -hmm. and let's just ask her to, you know, let you go. Let's just hope your mom changes her mind. So I was like, okay, so there I am. You know, I'm writing down the words of this novena, Mm -hmm. and I was praying it every day. And um, sure enough, my mom changed her mind. Oh. Yeah, and I was able to go, and so— we took, we, our main reason for this was my cousin at the time, he was three or maybe four. I don't know. He was little. And he was born with a very rare genetic disorder. It's leukodystrophy is what it's called. And he basically, he can't walk or talk. Um, he communicates by opening his hands and closing them. And it's just so sad because, you know, he, he's fully there. Okay. Oh. He knows what's going on. He could always see kids playing. And he knew that he couldn't get up and play too. So it was really difficult. And so we were going for him. And we just could not wait to go because, I mean, this was a healing conference. I knew that he was going to be healed. Mm -hmm. You know, I was praying. I was acting in faith. You know, we all were. Mm -hmm. And so we go. And we started the, you know, the, the mass portion of it. And the priest came over. the front row and started blessing each child that was sitting there in the front. And for whatever reason, I still don't know to this day why this happened, but he completely skipped over my cousin. He blessed each kid, and then when he got to my cousin, he just went right over. And we kind of looked at each other like, what just happened? And honestly, I think he just... When he looked down, that was where my cousin Justin was. And when he looked back up, he was past him. It, it hurt, you know? It was like, we come all this way, and you don't even... You're just waiting you know, for that moment. Yes. You're waiting for that moment. <clears throat> yes. yes. So I was just hoping to God that the actual healing service portion would be a little more, you know, powerful. <laughs> and it was just, I'll never forget it. So I was holding my cousin, and it was almost our turn to go up. And the lady who was, you know, praying over people, she motioned us over, and right when she motioned us over, my my stomach just dropped because I just knew that we all three of us, you know, my cousin um, Justin and then my other cousin with me, two years older than me, I just knew that all three of us were going to walk out of that church. Mm-hmm. Like that is how mm-hmm. much faith I had, and the lady you know, she, she prayed over him. She gave him a hug. She blessed him with oil and, you know, she was praying in tongues. Mm -hmm. It was just, it was beautiful. And my heart was pounding and I just, oh, I could not wait. And before I knew it, she was finished and she looked up and she motioned the next group on. And I just sat there and I was like, oh my gosh, like we didn't get our mm-hmm. healing. So, you like, instantly. yeah. So I, I mean, yeah, we stood up and we took my cousin back to his mom mm-hmm. and I just felt so horrible carrying him. Oh. So, you know what I mean? Yeah. Not healed mm-hmm. and handing him off to her. And it was just like
0: oh. terrible. Like, like you got punched. Or yes. Like it
1: was, uh, it was hard. And I just looked at my aunt and I'm telling you, she is a saint she is just she truly is a living saint. She has seven children. her first her first one was Justin. He has this, you know, he's twenty two now, okay. He was never healed. he he is he has been in a hospital bed for years, years and years in their kitchen looking out the window. Aww. and that's just his spot. He can't Aww. he can't you know his hips, legs aren't weight bearing or anything like that so he can't really get up. and she also has some other children in her family that also have that. so every day is just pure suffering, you know? So back to the conference, I gave, you know, my cousin back to my aunt and I just knelt there. And a few seconds later, I look over at my aunt and she was totally praising the Lord still, just hands up in the air. Wow. Praising. Wow. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just... It just spoke values, okay? When she could have been crying and thinking, why me? Why him?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, what was wrong with us? Why didn't we get our healing? Mm-hmm. She just still walked forward in faith. Mm-hmm. And Justin, he gets so excited when people come in to see him. Mm-hmm. He prays rosaries all the time, loves to pray, loves wow. to pray. And I'm telling you, this kid is normal. Like he, he loves SpongeBob. He loves Christmas music Aww. and Celtic women. That's his new favorite. Oh, so he is, awesome. you know what I mean? Yeah. He's not just laying there Aww. totally out of it. He Aww. knows. Aww. And he prays all the time. And there, was, there were a few very close calls throughout the last, gosh, probably 10 years where he almost died. And... He would make it through and this last time my aunt just said you know justy if you want to go just go you know if this Mm -hmm. is too too much suffering for you please just go be with jesus and he said no you know he closed his fist that's how he says no and she said do you want to do you want to keep suffering like this and he said yes and there were times where she's also asked him that you know you know Justin do you want to do you want to suffer to save souls and he said yes you know and then we would try to kind of you know switch it up and ask all these other no questions yes questions and but he would always answer yes to that question wow you know what i mean yeah. and he and it, it's just it's amazing he loves when you turn the rosary on he loves the ave maria i mean this kid yeah. <laughs> he's wonderful so the amount of healing that has taken place because he did not get healed. It's just, that's, it's miraculous, you know. It's just been years and years, of course, of major suffering, mm-hmm. but also of total healing. And, you know, it makes me kind of think of my own situation with my brother. When he was hit by the car, it was like, okay, God, why couldn't you have let him be hit by, a, uh, you know, some part of the car to where maybe he didn't die on impact, maybe mm-hmm. just get hurt or break some bones mm-hmm. or you know, why did he have to just die? And, you know, then we kind of even thought, okay, guardian angels, we always believed in guardian angels, Mm -hmm. but now it's like, where was his? You know, do we really believe in guardian angels? Like I always thought I did, but where was his? And so it's so hard for us little humans to wrap our mind around what God's doing. But, you know, I used to question why Dan had to die. And, I don't want to say I don't question it anymore, but I, I can see why God might have allowed that because of the good that has come from it. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no question I know I I know where he is. Mm-hmm. But where would we all be, you know, as in my family? Where would we be if he wouldn't be in heaven? It's just something to think about, and I think so many people when we pray and ask and have this amazing faith when Mm -hmm. we ask for healing and we don't get it, it's like a slap in the face, Mm -hmm. you know, just a split second. And then we can kind of pull ourselves out of that and be like, okay, you know, we're not the only one suffering. It could be worse, Mm -hmm. but still it stinks. When you don't get your healing, your miracle, it stinks. Yes. Um, But just with Tamara's story, you know, she said she almost felt guilty or bad sharing that story and it's like no you know you have an amazing story and when we receive miracles like that we need to shout it from the rooftops mm-hmm. but you know what when we have stories where god said no or not now we need to shout those stories yeah. from the rooftops yes. too because you get you get hope and healing from both people listening to Tamara's story you know they get hope because They want that too. They want that healing so they can pray for that. Mm -hmm. And then people who listen to, you know, stories with, you know, just like the one I shared where we really thought my little cousin was going to walk out of that church and he's still in a hospital bed, 22 years old. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, when it doesn't happen, that can still provide hope for people who also don't get their miracles. And when they see my aunt, you know, walking in faith, and mm-hmm. she is one of the happiest people I know. It, yeah. I don't even wow. understand it, She's, you know? Sounds amazing. She, It's just, if we talk about life, it's, it's not very enjoyable. <laughs> but if we talk about God yeah. the whole time, it's just like, oh, I just love God. You know, mm-hmm. I just love him. He's just so awesome. And we just have these stories and we believe in the Holy Spirit and how in the last episode, how Tamara and I were talking about ways that God can speak to you. And if you see a book that's in your path, just mm-hmm. open it up mm-hmm. and give God an opportunity to speak. And my aunt, come to find out, she does that too, you know? Or if she has a question, you know, God, I don't understand this, you know, whatever it may be, please explain it to me. She She has just the most amazing stories of how God reveals things to her yep. and then she gets it,
0: you know? So, and Tamara, what were you saying? Yeah, so the other day I was going for a walk and I was walking up to the bus stop and I <clears throat> saw one of my neighbors come down the street and she has three kids who have severe allergies, life-threatening. Like, I mean, severe. Like, their child one time drank out of a cup that somebody else just had drank out of a cup from peanut butter. And he fell over and they thought that he was wow. dead. Which, I can't even fathom that. Like, that, that's that got to, to live in fear every day. And your kids have to carry epipins everywhere they go. So, anyways, I was walking up to the bus stop. And I just felt, I I was like, do I tell her? Do I not tell her? Like, I I, I know she's a Christian and, and, you know, I just felt guilty in a sense. But then I also felt like maybe this will encourage her or maybe she can now pray about this or maybe this allergist that I went to can at least help her overcome this because I do certain therapies for it. Mm -hmm. So I said it and then I felt... I told her the story and she kind of looked like, oh, yay, that's great for you, but sad for me. And I was just like, oh, like, you know, I just, I'm like, okay, well, here's the good part. This allergist that I saw with my Myla, he does a special therapy. So if you want, you know, he's close, you can see him, he's wonderful. Mm-hmm. So I, I just had to really kind of think about that one. Do I share? Do I not? I've been struggling with that because I don't want anybody to feel sad because I feel like, you know, they have an issue or it's just, it's just tough. It's really well, tough. And when you hear a miracle,
1: you know, a story like yeah. that. It's like, I don't want people to assume that my no. life is perfect. Because it's that not. i got this
0: healing. Yeah, she's yeah. got 40 other miracles that she needs to do. Oh, John, no, trust me, I do. And Milo still has eczema. Really so when do. I go places, she sells has a little eczema <clears> around her mouth. And people, you know, will look at her. But it's just, you know what, it's the end of the day. I'm so thankful and I'm so grateful and I thank God every time I start my prayer I say thank you God for list healing every time, every time I pray I always start off praising him for healing her because I know I still have a million other hurdles to climb mm-hmm. and you know and a couple of my other kids got healings too from that mask you know one of my daughters got healed from migraines and one of my other daughters had got healed from lactose intolerance I kid you not, we get a mm-hmm. stomach ache probably five times yeah. a week from dairy, no wow. more, gone so I praise God every day for those miracles but let me tell you I, I got a whole other like, right. Yeah. But what you know, it's just you know, it's just let's just be grateful for yeah. our blessings and and just try to find the good in everything. You know. Yeah. And in our
1: suffering, you know, it, we may feel alone, but it's it's kind of strange. Like Dan was killed. We originally we felt so alone because mm-hmm. I never hear about kids getting mm-hmm. hit by cars. Mm-hmm. You know. But when we found that, or when that happened, all of a sudden it's like we were just flooded mm-hmm. by all of these people who had these stories that were way mm-hmm. worse than ours even. And it's just like, before you know it, you're not alone. And then in that suffering, that is where you are truly just the closest to the cross, you Gosh, know? is Yes, and it's so the true. only, God allows suffering because of what comes from it. That's when we are totally conditioned and we need it. Mm-hmm. And it's like the saints, you know, they prayed yeah. for suffering. I always wondered that. It's like, how on earth mm-hmm. do you pray for suffering? But now I get it. And mm-hmm. there's even times where I I'm like kind of nervous yep. to say, God, you know, I'll take a little more suffering on. Yeah. But I always say, you know, God, if it is your will, yes, to to give me something, to to do something, you know, then just do whatever you need to do because I trust you, you mm-hmm. know. If we want to make it to heaven, if we want to be saints, we're we're gonna have to work for it. That's Ugh. that's at least how I feel. Um so yeah, if you if you are praying now for for anything if you need a healing we just just keep asking okay mm-hmm. we never we never can stop asking mm-hmm. and we just have to be prepared for god to answer it in a way that we're not familiar with That's and true. that we're not expecting yep. okay you know we just we wanted Dan to live you know we wanted my cousin to be healed and be able to walk mm-hmm. but there's so much more than what meets the eye and we need to realize that you know, sometimes it's going to take weeks, months, even years to realize that God really did hear our prayer and he did answer it according to what would be best for our lives, you know, because everybody says, oh, thank God for unanswered prayers. Sometimes, you know, mm-hmm. we all have those unanswered prayers that we're so thankful that we that they did go unanswered. Mm-hmm. So it's just having that trust and that obedience and the faith to continue on in our journey. So, I think that's it for today. I just really thought it was important to follow up with that amazing, you know, story of healing that Tamara had and just let you guys know that, you know, it's okay to not have our prayers answered the way we think they should be answered, you know. And, you know, it takes great faith to ask for miracles, and it takes even greater faith to pick up our cross and to continue on when we don't get our miracle. So we're going to end now with the prayer. So Heavenly Father, I just ask that you please, please just pour out your blessing on each one of our listeners. Help them have the courage to be bold in asking for miracles and for guidance and for whatever they need right now. And Lord Jesus, we surrender ourselves to you. Take care of everything. Amen. Thanks, guys. Have a great day.